I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Hey friend, for years now, I've given you a ton of stories on remote workers and digital nomads on this podcast, but I've come to realize that many of you beginners are still unsure on how to take the first steps to creating a freedom lifestyle through online work. Maybe you've been too afraid to take the plunge or just don't feel confident enough to land that online job due to inexperience. Well, I'm excited to announce that I've created a new YouTube series called Trying Remote, where I try a new online job or gig every month to give you a glimpse of what it takes to land a remote job. So if you need a little boost to try something new or just want to see what it takes to get started, you can go to theoffbeatlife.com slash trying remote. Again, you can go to theoffbeatlife.com slash trying remote to find our videos and to subscribe to our new series on YouTube. So please come and join me there so we can uncomfortably grow together. Hey everyone, thank you so much for being here for this extended interview with Jaden where we talk about depression and entrepreneurship. This is going to be a little bit, well not a little bit, this is going to be a lot deeper than what we usually talk about. But I wanted to really talk to Jaden about this today. Uh, but before we get to your experiences, Jaden, can you tell us about you and why you live an offbeat life? Yeah, and thanks for having me there, Debbie. Um, so the reason why I live an offbeat life is because just to name itself offbeat, I wanted to go against the norm. I wanted to be different. And I believe we're all born uniquely different and that we don't have to follow traditions. And that was exactly for me. Didn't want to be uh, the doctor. Didn't want to be the accountant. Didn't want to be this and that, <laughs> whatever my lovely father and mother told me to do that my siblings would follow. And I was always the oddball growing up. And then I realized, you know what, let's just stick true to my guns. You know, I am who I am. I don't think I need to or deserve to or be forced to change who I am. And I lived my life the way I am and it served me well so far. And I hope it continues to serve me well so far. Yeah. And you definitely went against the grain. It's worked out for you. So if you haven't done it yet, make sure to listen to Jaden's full interview where he talks about being a serial entrepreneur. He started seven businesses. Some of them were failures. Some of them were successful. And it's just a matter of really not giving up. And that's one of the things that I really love about your story, Jaden, is that you just don't give up. And one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about today, and I'm so thankful that you are very open about this, is going through depression even as a successful person, because this is what I see a lot of people thinking, you know, I'm going through depression if only when things are happening that are really bad in my life. But before we hit record, you had mentioned, you know, things are going really well for you, but there's just days that you wake up and you don't feel okay. Can can you walk us through that and how how you go about that and how it started for you? Yeah, Debbie. And uh, for anyone that's listening, hope this helps. Uh, hope this relates. Maybe this inspires or motivates you, um, whatever the case may be. So for me, I am just like you said there, Debbie, in that position where things are going well. You know, I don't have to check my bank account. I don't have to live paycheck to paycheck. I have people who love me, but I want to lead it with this. When you come into a certain position in your life financially, you're going to 
soon automatically, you know, immediately realize money, more money doesn't make you happier. Having more money, having an abundance of money, being wealthy doesn't make you any happier. There's plenty of people out there that have a lot of money that are miserable. And unfortunately, I've been joining that ship. So for me, every morning I've been waking up feeling lost. Like I'm swimming in ocean, not knowing, you know, when I'm going to reach an island or I'm ever going to stop swimming because I'm in a position where I have great people, people that love me, that people I can FaceTime when I'm feeling down. I even, you know, something I want to share with your audience here that I'm more than happy to share because maybe I might give that audience listening, that individual listening, the courage to do so. But I have a shrink. I have a counselor that I've been seeing for years and years and um, the one thing that you know I want to be able to say is you're going to have a happier uh, way to overcome this if you just open up to people, no matter how tough it is. And you know, for me, yeah, I talked to the shrink, I talked to my counselor, and uh, I'm in a position where everything is going great, but my emotional side is suffering, and I still can't figure it out. Like I have students I'm working with, I have businesses that are running, I buy a lot of nice things to fill the void, I FaceTime close people and just break down and cry to them. And every time they ask me, why are you feeling like this? I really don't know. You know, I, I'm happy throughout the day. As soon as I'm left to my own device at night and I'm staring at the ceiling, I just start either bawling my eyes out or I just start thinking back about, you know, the seven-year-old Jaden, the nine-year-old Jaden is like, holy crap, you went through a lot to get here. And as opposed to being grateful and happy about it, you're just swimming in regrets or you're swimming in a pool of, you know, depression. And sometimes I still can't figure it out. And the only thing that keeps me afloat is the harder I work, the more I forget about it. But as soon as I stop working, I get so depressed and it doesn't get any better, but it's a lot better since, you know, I was feeling it four months ago. Yeah. And and it seems like, too, working hard and trying to accomplish something becomes an escape, right? Because at least like when you are working really hard and you're working towards something, you don't have to think about what happened in the past or things that make you feel down again. And that is really relatable because oftentimes we just try to kind of like do things and go through the motions. And then like you had mentioned, when you're on your own, that's when it really hits you hard. Uh, when when you're on your own and you're left to your, to your own thoughts. Yeah. And honestly, like even me trying to like open up about this as it should be easy because I've opened up about my depression before. So this is no surprise to any of my audience that have been following me for a while. But it's just, it's almost feel like it's new. Like I actually don't know how to address this or attack this or steer the conversation. The only thing I have in mind is just like, how can I help someone listening today be able to overcome it? But at the same time, it's just like, is it really true to me? Because I'm having difficulties trying to overcome this myself at this current stage. And uh, just to share with the audience as well, just almost a reminder, because if you listen to the full interview with uh, you know myself and Debbie, is I was opening up about how I suffer from depression for seven years, right? I feel like those are coming back. It's almost like, you know, I did overcome it, but in some sense, I swept it under the rug because things were going so well. I stopped living paycheck to paycheck. I got the amazing partner. I got the amazing, you know, location I live in. And I bought the nice cars. I bought everything I need. I've traveled everywhere, first class, business class. But I'm just, I feel like I'm still that kid who wants more, 
whether it's because I had lack of love growing up, whether it's because I lived out of my car for six months, like those things haunt me. And I don't know why I feel the way I do, but I would just say anything uh, for anyone listening, just understand there's always hope. And that's what I'm clinging to, just hope, right? That this will go away, uh, that I focus on my objectives, that I let myself know I'm grateful. I have a roof over my head and um, I can provide, I can put food on the table and not worry. And the hope that these feelings will, you know, subside with the help of my counselor and just everything else combined, it'll go away. But if you are feeling like this, if it's coming back to haunt you, just just understand that, you know, it's part of life. And uh, as long as you cling into hope, faith and belief that you are doing what you're supposed to be doing and you're going to come out stronger, that's what's going to carry you through the night. Also, you had mentioned this, Jaden, just having that gratitude. You're really grateful for, for where you are, what you've gotten yourself to, and you've gone through a lot of things in your life. And that is not an easy life to lead. And I could do- totally understand why it haunts you, you know, because just because it was the past doesn't mean you still don't think about it and you don't feel those same feelings sometimes. And anything can trigger this, any anything, you know, you could be completely happy and then something just triggers it. It could be something t- very tiny, very small that you may not even have noticed it until you start thinking about things. So that's it's that's a tough thing to to go through and also not understand, you know, not understand why you keep feeling certain things when things are going really well. Yeah. And as you're talking, I'm just getting finding myself lost in my own thoughts. And uh, like I'm trying to not to break down, but it's so hard. Like uh, last week, I was bawling my eyes out and I hadn't I had no idea why it was not like my back was against the wall or something happened. Someone was injured that I care about nothing. It was just randomly. It just, just started bawling my eyes out and don't know why. What I would say is that it doesn't get any easier unless you want it to. And no matter how many, how much money you make, how many people you have in your life, how many things you buy, how many times you travel, Um, how many people wish you success or congratulations, that doesn't make you stronger. What makes you stronger is you believing that in yourself, right? So I find that some of my depression, this may relate to a lot of people, comes and stems from me having to always get gratification from other people. Because when I grew up, you know, I'd always be finding myself doing things for other people. It's like, hey, um, you know, I have to do well on this math test only if the teacher gave me an A or a B. I have to uh, do this specific test uh, in my physical education test, and I would be marked whether or not I do well by a teacher. I have to be able to cook this dish to, you know, not my own standards, but to the chef's standards, and he had to mark it. So I always felt like I was growing up by other people's standards judging me, and I never really took the step back or the moment to really just go like, hey, Jaden, you're doing well. Like, no matter what people say, you're doing well. And no one ever kind of comforted me in that way. And, you know, maybe you grow older and you kind of just figure it out on yourself and go on like you don't need other people's permission. You don't need other people's gratification. You're not subjected to what other people are saying. But it's almost kind of like we get lost in translation in a sense that that's what we are doing. We don't realize it, but that's what we are doing. It's just like you're only successful as what the media tells you. Is what other people tell you. 
right? Whether you're making $2,000 a month or you're making $1 million a month, you're only successful if other people say you are. But if we can just take a step back, what's going to make us happier that I'm starting to really realize more and more as I'm growing older and older is that, man, you're worth it. You are successful regardless of how much money you make. You're successful because you're still living every day. You won the lottery ticket because you're born in North America. Because it's true, most people that are born in North America, they, they win the lottery. They have, so, they have so many opportunities, the line of opportunities, as people say. Right. And the last thing is you have people who are willing to run to you, drop whatever they're doing to just be with you and take care of you like you already want in life. Everything else is just a bonus. And I can't seem to accept that fact for some reason now, but I've accepted when I overcame depression and everything was up from that. And at some point in the next two or three months, I will accept that fact again and everything will be like a hockey stick going back up. But just right now, I can't accept that yet. And I feel like I'm still subject to other people's gratification of who I am and who I should be. Yeah. And, and it's, it's a process because there's a lot of things that you tell yourself and you know, it's true. And you know that all of these other things don't really matter. And you know what it is too, Jaden, the, especially the last two years I found, and you know, my husband and I were talking about this. We're like, we actually have a lot less now than we did a few years ago, but like we've never been happier because like we found like inner peace. And I think that that's so important. It's not about how much you have and like what else you can have. It's about just knowing that you could be happy with as little or as much as you have. It's so crazy because I can't really explain it. Like you just have that feeling, you know? And I was talking to 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 him the other day and I was like, and he actually said this to me because sometimes he also has like bouts of depression too, similar to you. Like he, it just comes out of nowhere. And, you know, the other day he was just like, you know, I've never been happier. Like we've never, like, we're not at the best financially. We're not at the worst. Like, we're just okay. But we're like, this is all right. Like, this is okay to be okay. Like, we have each other. Most people would kill to have this. And obviously, that moment doesn't usually last very long. But when you have that moment, just feeling that and just keeping that in and trying to remember that because it's really hard and come you're Asian I'm Asian I'm when you say that like when you when you mentioned you know trying to please everybody I'm like that is totally understandable because growing up you always have to be perfect you always have to do certain things if you're not it's not acceptable you know you're an embarrassment like you know all of these things that goes into your head and then as you grow old you keep that even though like either your parents or your family even though maybe they're not saying that anymore but you internalize that right and you're still saying that to yourself even though nobody is saying that and for me I kind of just like ignore it like Maybe it's a bully telling me this inside my head and I'm like, F you, I'm not going to listen to you. You're just a bully and I'm going to just take you out. And I think, you know, when I because I feel that too, Jaden, like I, I there's bouts of moments for me where I still feel like that, too, like where I'm completely depressed, you know. And for me, like one one of the things that I've been doing is just like F you stop talking to me. I try to separate those voices. I'm like. 
because it is it's it can be debilitating like there's just certain days where you just don't want to wake up and you don't know what is happening and you don't even know where it stems from and it could be something very innocent maybe like a comment somebody made to you that doesn't even matter like some of these people don't even matter in your life but like a comment that they make just touches on something that really resonates with you in a bad way and then it turns everything completely upside down in your head and then you go down that rabbit hole of like just pure bad stuff so it's yeah and you're right. Like sometimes you can't explain it, but you know, like as, as you've mentioned, Jaden, like you have kept going, you know, you've accepted it, you've asked for help. And I, I think that's what a lot of people, you know, really, we all need help. We all need help with a lot of things. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, you know, thank you for the little comic relief here and there. Uh, um, <laughs> but the one thing I also want to kind of just amplify as well is, yeah, most of it is just really innocent things that triggers it. Right. And, um, now what I do now, I'm, I'm grateful for. And sometimes I get my partner to just kind of like reel me back in and going like, stop. Is I don't check comments anymore. Right. Like uh, social media comments. I don't read them anymore. Like I actually... Uh, the best investment I made was to give more hours to my assistant to return the comment for me. <laughs> so I never read them. I never tell her to tell me what uh, it is unless it's, you know, business related. Right. But most of these people out there, I call them keyboard warriors where, you know, I don't know what it is. I don't know what they're going through, but they're really just out, out there to hurt you for, for no apparent reason. And when I did first start on social media and get those comments, yeah, innocent things like you're saying, innocent, small things, it gets the best of you. And I realized, yeah, I'm going to stop reading comments. I don't care, you know, who they're coming from. If it's important, uh, my system will flag me down. If it's really important, my friends know where to get me. They're not going to comment on my my social media posts. So that's the best investment I ever made to never read comments again. <laughs> that is definitely good. And one of the things that I ended up doing, I actually took off from social media for like almost a year. And now I started posting again because now I'm liking it because I don't really look at other people's posts anymore. I just post about what I want to post about and then that's it. And then I'll look at maybe people that I am personally friends with, but that's it. Cause I don't really feel the need to, uh, because you start comparing yourself to, and not just the comments. Cause you're right, you know, and also there's, like you said, keyboard warriors, trolls, whatever you want to call them. And I was like, I don't understand what you're going through with your life. Maybe you are going through some really bad moments, but there's some people that just are going through bad moments and they hide it, you know, or they work and they that's how they go through it. And there's some people that want to make other people's lives miserable as much as theirs. So yeah, definitely not helpful when you do that. But that's a good good thing you're doing, Jaden. Yeah, it's a good put that it's out a good there. investment. <laughs> it's a good investment. I love that. So is there any other thing that you would like for us to, you know, talk about or if there's anything that you would like to share about, you know, what you have gone through and maybe what has worked for you? 
yeah, during during this process, because it's a really difficult thing for for many people. Yeah, of course. And I actually want to share a, like a I wouldn't say simple, but like an easy uh to be able to do three step process just to be able to kind of overcome this. So if you're listening today to Debbie and I, and you are generally going through similar emotions, uh, similar struggles, or maybe you're just been trying to get in and out of uh, depression. So for me, it was really, really bad around February of this year. Like I was breaking down every single day. I was doubting myself. I almost wanted to just go to the South of France and change my name to Vincent. If anyone understands that pun, they watch that yeah. movie, yeah. Uh, right? So see if the audience gets it. But I wanted to do just that, just disappear and just, you know, be a different person, turn off social media, delete my accounts and just be a whole new person. That's how bad it got. What kept me going? Because obviously I have responsibilities. I have to pay a mortgage. I have to I have students that I have to be able to provide the results they, they invested into and business partners. So I can't just drop everything. That's irresponsible. So the three processes, the three steps that I took to be able to kind of get at least through March, you know, April and May and right now. Um, first thing is I have a black book that I write in. And usually what I write in this black book is what my three-year goals are and what my five-year goals are. It's to keep myself accountable and also remind myself, you know, why I'm going down the way I'm going. What, what's this all for? The second thing is I sit there before I turn on my phone for 10 minutes and just say the five things I'm grateful for. Just tell myself the five things I'm grateful for. Mine are, I'm grateful that I have people who love me. I'm grateful that I have a roof over my head. I'm grateful I have people who depend on me. I'm grateful that I don't have to worry about money. And I'm grateful that God giving me this opportunity to be able to leave behind a legacy. So those are the five things that you know I'm grateful for. Um, and the last step, is really looking myself in the mirror and going like, buddy, you're worth it. Buddy, you're good. Just love yourself, you know? And uh, I really generally love myself to this extent where you are worth it no matter what everyone else tells me. So that way, it really reminds me that I don't have to be under other people's uh, gratification or be subject to other people's opinion. And um, I do those three things, you know, not just once a day, but twice a day. Every time I wake up, and every time before I'm about to head to bed. Yeah, I love that. And again, gratitude is what it's all about and focusing on what you have and what you can have in, in the future. And I love those exercises, Jaden. We really appreciate you being super vulnerable with us, sharing with us your process and what you've been going through. So if our listeners want to reach out to you, where can they find you? Yeah, of course. And if any of you want to reach out to say hello or just, you know, maybe you're going through the same thing, please don't be a stranger. I love to be able to connect and hopefully help you or, you know, open up more about my experiences. Um, but you can definitely reach out to me on Instagram and TikTok. It's all under the same username. So Jaden, J-A-I-D-E-N-V-U. So Jaden Vu. Perfect. Thank you so much, Jaden. We really appreciate you and super grateful that you shared this with us. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Jaden. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the full interview where he shares how he became a remote serial entrepreneur. Hey friend, have you been wanting to start a podcast? 
I know it can be overwhelming in the beginning. Believe me, I have been there. Lucky for you, we have created a new site called howtocreatepodcast.com that shares a ton of freebies that can help you get started. From launching, growing to monetizing, we share it all in one place. Visit howtocreatepodcast.com for more information. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Life. I'll talk to you soon.